It's a new year, and that means a new you. And other happy horseshit myths I'm going to dispel in 2023. I'm here for you people. I'm going to help you get to where you want to be. Welcome to the latest episode of Contrary Gardens. Hey, everybody, it's your favorite podcast host. Well, that's a presumption I'm making, but I am, right? I know, it's okay. You don't have to tell the others, it's okay. (laughs) It's Mary Tishbein, and I'm back in Studio B. That means I am in the guest bedroom of my condo. Guess what? Just found out, probably not supposed to say master bedroom anymore. There's so much to learn. Hey, it's 2023. It's a new year. It's a new you. What? No. Guess what? Same you. Same you. Same me. Same everybody. Nobody changed because a calendar page got flipped. And no major changes happened. I know that's mind-blowing. We all want to think we're different, that we're better. But are we? Did anything change overnight? Uh, Did it matter that Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen didn't drink alcohol in Times Square at the New Year's Eve ball drop? Uh, Does anyone really care? Don Lemon totally missed midnight coming, and he was in the central time zone in New Orleans. Totally missed it. Who cares? I don't care. I was asleep at 9.30. (laughs) Look, it's an exciting life. It's not for everybody. But for me, that worked fine. And I want to just let you guys know that if you hear any weird noises in the background, it's because construction continues at El Conquistador Condominiums. I don't even know what's left to do. No, no, don't worry. It's not my condo. I just need somebody to come over and put, like, caulking. C-A-U-L-K, caulk. That's hard to say with a New York accent. I need that along the edges of the floor and along my assorted bathroom areas and kitchen areas. I need that to happen. But as far as construction goes, people upstairs and in other parts of the building getting a lot done. And they want to do it early on a a holiday weekend. And uh, that's insane and rough for me. Oh, we're not saying insane anymore. Did you get the memo on that one? We're not saying insane, crazy, mental, psycho, um... Well, obviously, Lizzo got in trouble because I think she said spaz or spazzy or spastic. That's bad. We don't want to say that. What we what we want to do, let's just, just curtail this, uh, this, this slippery slope. We, we want to try really hard not to hurt other people's feelings. I don't think that would take a lot of effort on all our parts to do. It's just being thoughtful, just being a human being, just trying not to be a dick. Remember? Mary's life mantra. Don't be a dick. Hey, enough of that. Let's get to the New Year resolution bullshit thing that you've all been sold and uh, that you've all bought and you've paid extra for. It's a monthly fee. (laughs) It's not. It's expensive, first of all, to believe that if you do certain things you'll be able to change who you are when fundamentally you don't really change. Did any of you go to sleep on New Year's Eve and wake up feeling any different? Did you? Physically, mentally, 
emotionally, spiritually feel any different? Be honest with me. Did you? And when I say be honest with me, I want to know because I want to figure this out because the myth of a fresh start and a second chance and a new beginning has permeated most of my life. Um, It's also one of the big, big selling points of the religion of Christianity. It's a big one. Forgiveness washed in the blood. Yikes. (laughs) You think there'd be stains, there'd be blood stains washed in the blood. What? Where have I gone? (laughs) I've gone off road. I went into religion. Oh no. Hey, while we're here, let's talk about the fact that Amy Grant was honored at the Kennedy Center a couple of days ago. Holy crap. You guys know, you guys know how I feel about Amy Grant. I think she's great. I think she does wonderful things. And you know what's really cool about her? She's not a people pleaser and she's not phony and she's not a diplomat. She's a human being trying to be authentic and loving and caring. And and she is and she's intuitive. And I know some of you are going to fast forward through this part and that's okay. I'll get to the point. There is an example of the awesomeness of Amy Grant, and you may have read it in the headlines recently. There, there, there is a tendency on the Christian right, the religious right, this fact that that's a thing even, that there are people who are Christians and they are conservative, and they believe that that's the way to be. Now, I bought into that a long time ago when I was deep into that, but I've since come out and I'm basically a lefty. That's not new information for my friends. So Amy Grant has not always gone along with that trend. She doesn't usually talk about it, but she recently came out, and she didn't make an announcement. It it got found out. She is going to host a lesbian wedding on her farm for her niece. I think that's awesome. Franklin Graham had a little coronary over it and lost his mind. Franklin Graham. Let's back up. Franklin Graham is the son of Billy Graham, who was once a great, great minister for America. A little too right-wing for me. Even though, back in the day, I went and ushered at his, uh, what did they call them when they'd come? His revival? I don't know. His crusade. The Billy Graham crusades, right? He would sometimes have pop singers on. And he had a, a crusade at Nassau Coliseum on Long Island in the 80s. And I went, and I was an usher. I volunteered to be an usher at that thing. The fuck was I think <laughs> My mother must have loved that. And then, okay, so you've got all that, right? So Franklin Graham is the son of Billy Graham. Franklin Graham recently had a controversy himself last year where his wife was having an affair with some guy, like a house guy that were, I think a pool guy, a pool boy at their house. The wife was having an affair, and he was cool with it. I believe he even, like, watched or paid. I don't know. Maybe it was a threesome thing. I don't know. There's also a picture of him standing next to a lady, and they're both holding alcoholic drinks, and I believe their pants are unbuttoned. And her pants are unbuttoned because she's pregnant, so she's a large lady with a belly. And he opened his pants because he was drinking and I guess he felt fat. So it's a weird sexual picture that I didn't really understand or like seeing. But Franklin Graham, shut the fuck up. Amy Grant can do whatever she wants. You're a hypocrite. You're an asshole. 
you go away, Franklin Graham. And the rest of you, the rest of you right-wingers complaining about Amy Grant, who's awesome. Did you know it was going to be an Amy Grant podcast? I didn't either, but it was going to come up. And I do need to discuss it with you guys. Okay, back to how we're going to make 2023 our best year ever. <laughs> like, it's a headline of an article in a girl's magazine. What? No, we're all just trying to get through it all, aren't we? We're just trying to get through to the other side. What's the other side? I don't know. The next day? I'm not going to go super deep and philosophical, but I do have some helpful hints for you guys that I think you're going to enjoy. You know how when you're feeling kind of down and depressed and you don't know what to do and your friends are all looking at you and saying, why don't you just go to therapy? Have you been there? In your lifetime? I have. Super fun feeling. The first time it happened, I cried like a baby. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, everyone thinks I have mental problems. Which I'm not allowed to say anymore. Unless you really do have mental problems. Wait, what? I know. So, okay, come back with me. When people tell you you need therapy, they may be trying to help. They may also try be trying to get out of a conversation they don't want to be in. Maybe you've got a thing that you talk about and you've beaten it to death. And it's, it's, it's been so beaten to death that, as they say, um, you're beating a dead horse. And I always say, well, I saw his tail twitch. I'm going back at it with a bat. No, walk away. It's done. I got the website for you guys to go to. It's fantastic. You're going to be so happy. There is a doctor, okay? And she's associated with an organization and they do helpful YouTube videos and I enjoy them. I find them very helpful. I also want to send them to people, but I'm not going to do that because that's not going to solve the problem. That's something I learned by watching these videos. Dr. Romani of medcircle.com, M-E-D-C-I-R-C-L-E, medcircle, just like it sounds. Go to YouTube and search for medcircle. And find Dr. Romani. She's amazing. She lays it out in simple terms. She discusses specific topics that are helpful to every single person on the planet. She helps you recognize behaviors in yourself and other people. And gives you tools to deal with it. That's all I'm going to say. Now, if you would prefer to go to a professional, I wholeheartedly encourage you to do that. But if you think you just might need a little tune-up, go check out MedCircle on YouTube and enjoy my new favorite doctor. And now, a real quick break. Are you enjoying Contrary Gardens podcast but just need more Mary? I got you. Head over to LongIslandMary.com for all your Mary needs. (laughs) There's also probably a pill for that. And now back to the episode. And we're back to the second half of the current episode of Contrary Gardens. Yeah, the first part was all over the place. I hope that I didn't lose a lot of you because this part's kind of important. You know how I've talked in the past in other episodes, or if you know me in real life, you've heard me talk about my experience with depression. 
you've you've heard me use the phrase. So I've been depressed on and off uh, for years, and sometimes it gets real dark, and sometimes I distract myself from it, and sometimes I just self-medicate with social media or food. So I'm trying to do something right now where I'm I'm not self-medicating with social media or food. I'm trying really hard to find a way to get to where I need to be without actually going to therapy. And I know, I know some of you would like me to go. I understand that. And I love you very much, but I'm, I'm good. I don't need someone in a room with a pad looking at me, asking me questions. I've, I've done the work. I know what needs to happen to move forward. And I'm here now as a witness to that, to let you guys know there's this word out there and it's really cool. And I think it, it is the word that holds the secret to, to what we can be. And it is the word yet. Y-E-T. Yet. Now, my experience in depression has taken me to some dark places. Mary, we thought this would be a funny episode. No, no, it's not going to be funny. I mean, I laugh at my depression all the time, but here's the thing. When you're in a real deep hole and it's real dark, you get to a place where you have this feeling in your head that you're having trouble reconciling. And that feeling is the fact that you think no one cares. No one. You don't think anybody out there cares. Now, there's a lot of interesting theories about this. Maybe everyone's busy. Maybe they don't have time. Maybe they've put up a boundary because they don't want to hear you tell the same sad negative stories anymore. Maybe you currently live in a world where no one truly cares about you. Yikes. Uh, Hey, we have to be realistic right now. There are people who no one cares about, maybe through addiction or abuse or mental illness. Maybe you've gotten to the point where you've sufficiently pushed everyone so far away that you really are alone. This is not a funny episode. (laughs) And yet I laugh. Okay, but say you're there and you're in the dark place and you think no one cares about you. What are you going to do with that? Don't self-harm. Don't self-medicate. Find a way out. Now, that sounds like a simple sentence, but there is a way out. As long as we are breathing and on this side of the grass or this side of the bookshelf with the awkward jar on it, everybody's getting cremated now. So if we're on this side, if we're breathing, if we're alive, if we're conscious, if we're sentient, if we're here, there's a way out. And just because you haven't found it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Maybe you had a dream. Maybe it didn't happen. Maybe it's not too late. It's never too late. If you're breathing, it's not too late. You can turn it around. I opened this podcast talking about a new year being a fresh start and laughing about it. But it doesn't have to be the new year. It could be any moment of any day. You can start over again. It's not because of a calendar. It's because of a choice you make. So I mentioned the word yet. You're not there yet. You haven't fulfilled your dream yet. You're not happy yet. You haven't found someone that cares just for you specifically as their number one yet. You hear me? Yet. It's not over. You're still here. We're basically winning, okay? We've got work to do. We can do it. We can get there. And I'm saying we because I don't think I'm alone in this journey of depression I've been on for a big portion of my life. Look, when I was a little kid, 
and we were all playing, I inherited the stuffed animal and, and her name was Kitty and she had yellow fur and she was stuffed, but she had a plastic face and she had one tear on her cheek. That's a fucked up toy for a kid. Why was Kitty crying? What the? So in my brain, I'm thinking, oh, Kitty's lonely. Nobody wants to play with her. I grew up as a twin in a big family. I wasn't lonely, but I was using this stuffed animal and, and kind of putting my own personality behind it. Cause that's what you do when you play when you're a little kid. And she was crying because she was lonely. That's fucked up. I wasn't lonely. I had people all around me. Look, we're not going to go into therapy for me right now. I just wanted to mention that to remind you guys that it can start at any age and it can go on your whole life and it's always going to be there. I'm always going to carry around a little bag of depression in my purse or my pocketbook or my backpack. It's a part of who I am, but I don't have to constantly take it out and play with it. I could just leave it there. It's like being a lefty or a brunette or being a lesbian. It's part of who I am. I'm a depressed gal. I'm also a good time Sally. I like to have fun. I like to make jokes. So what I'm going to become has not happened yet. Yet. You hear it? My dreams have not been fulfilled yet. I'm not done. I joined SAG. I was in a movie that's going to be in a festival. I have clear skin. I fought that my whole life. I have rosacea, but I found a makeup that covers it. I've stood in front of hundreds of people with a microphone in my hand and made them laugh. Do you know what that feels like? It's pretty fucking amazing. To my comedy friends, I know that you know. To the rest, I want to tell you, it's fucking amazing. I've been in love. I've had my heart broken. I've lost people that I thought that I would never recover from to death or just ends of relationships. It happens. But I'm not done. I'm still here. The best is yet to come. Yet. It's coming. Now, I know. I'm not a therapist. I'm not someone who can tell you guys what to do to make your lives better. But I'm here to encourage you and be your friend. So if you enjoyed this episode, I'm thrilled. If you were bummed out by this episode, I'm also thrilled because that means you listened. And the more hits I get, the better. I've had 1,000 listens on this podcast. I did it for a whole year. I have 42 episodes in the can. I'm not done yet. The best is yet to come. I hope that you are able to get out there today and take a walk, drink some water, get some hydration, have a laugh, Watch a movie you enjoy. I highly recommend The Lost City or Ticket to Paradise. That's right. I'm recommending two of the best movies of last year. They're not artistic. They're popcorn movies and they're fun. Hey, I love you guys. Don't be sad today, okay? We can do anything. Anything we want. The best is yet to come. I love you. Stay hydrated. Hug your people. Don't be sad. I got you. I'll see you next week. (laughs) 